What's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 491 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. And we have a great question today from Sheeran. But before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com, which is an amazing online learning platform with over 3,000, 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, your technology, and creative skills. I've used it for so many different things, from how to use my DSLR camera to how to use the latest version of Photoshop and all sorts of things. So if you want to check it out for free for 10 days, head on over to lynda.com slash askpat. Again, it's L-Y-N-D-A.com slash askpat. You won't be disappointed. All right, here's today's question from Sheeran. Does your software or instructional teach on how to incorporate an RSS feed of the podcast into Facebook? Hey, what's up, Sharon? Thank you so much for the question. Very simple question, but very important, actually, because there is a point when it comes to automation where you don't necessarily want to do everything automated just because you can automate it. You need to understand the ins and outs of the things you're doing. And it's very, very tempting to set up an app or some some sort of uh, any device that allows you to automatically do things like post your blog posts as soon as you publish them or a podcast episode. As soon as you you do that, you can have these apps set up. You can use something like Zapier or If This Then That uh, to set it up so that when you do that, when you publish, it gets automatically posted on social media. And specifically when you do that on Facebook, it actually works against you for a number of different reasons. One, Facebook loves to promote things that are posted on Facebook. They don't like to show things because of their edge rank score and because everybody doesn't get to actually see everything that they want to follow or who they're following. Uh, there, there's a very specific algorithm that they use, and it's it's based on a lot of things, engagement and uh, quickness of getting likes and comments and shares and all those sorts of things. And if you post automatically to Facebook, chances are that that post is not going to be seen by a lot of people. And I've seen the percentage at which the person, the people who are following you on a page, for example, um, it, it's it's like a one percent, one to ten percent, uh, depending on your engagement, and it, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Now, you could really benefit from taking just a couple extra minutes to post a link to that particular blog post on your own and doing it manually. That way you're actually posting on Facebook and not having a third-party tool come in and do that for you. That's kind of the the worst offense, I guess you could call you could say, uh, in terms of Facebook and posting. If you have a third-party product, automatically do that for you. So I wouldn't do that at all. Second tier is to take that link from that podcast that you just published, that YouTube video that you just shared, or that that blog post you just published and put that link directly into Facebook. That's going to work a little better than having a third-party program do that for you. But it's still not going to work because, again, it's sharing a link to some other place other than Facebook. The best thing you can do is to actually create content specifically for Facebook. This is what Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Jab, 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 Right Hook, a lot of it is all about because it's about the context uh, on the platform that you're actually posting on. And Facebook only really rewards those who post on Facebook. Even when it comes to videos, I've found and I've tested that when you publish a video specifically and only on 
uh, Facebook as opposed to publishing on YouTube and then posting it on Facebook. You could still publish on both platforms, but when you publish and upload directly to Facebook, those videos get played automatically. When people see them in their feed, they, they get more views and they also get a, a higher score uh, in terms of the edge rank score and they're going to be seen and shared and commented on much, much more. Uh, so I, would, I wouldn't do any sort of apps or automation to incorporate anything into your Facebook feed. I would try to make it as real uh, as possible, as real time as possible, and unique as possible. The, the, the other problem with doing these automation things, even if, even if you were to do it on Twitter, which you don't get dinged for that because people on Twitter, they just follow you with whatever post you share. It's impersonal. It's, it, it's, it's the title of the blog post and the link, and typically that's it. Or it might say something like new on, depending on uh, new on the blog, and then there's a link. And that's, that's not going to give you very much room to get personal with that particular message. And I always take just a couple extra minutes to create a unique message that goes along with that link on Twitter. Um, I take a couple extra minutes to upload a video to, to Facebook or a couple extra minutes to share a message and even one part of that particular blog post on Facebook directly and then tell people the URL for, for, the, other, um, for the rest of it, which brings people back to the blog. So Sharon, I hope that answers your question. I, I wouldn't do anything to automate an RSS feed into Facebook. No, I just would not recommend that at all. So try it out. You're going to see that you're going to have much better results when you just take an, an extra minute even, 30 seconds, to create a unique message that goes along with that post when you post it into Facebook, uh, and especially if you're doing videos and stuff too. So thank you so much for the question, Sharon. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask her right there on that page. I also want to thank ziprecruiter.com, sort of second uh, sponsor here in this particular episode. I want to thank them because they make finding people to hire very, very easy. Because when you when you are looking to add people on your team, for example, or add, add more employees to your business, uh, whether you're a solopreneur trying to add your first team member or you have 20, 30, 50 people and you're looking to add more people, it, it can be a headache to find the best candidates. But ZipRecruiter does all the hard work for you because in one location, you can put the just description of the type of person you're looking for, what qualifications you want, and ZipRecruiter will do all the hard work and send it out to over 100 different job sites for you. And they'll also screen and, and find the top candidates that you can then reach out to to potentially hire. So you want to check this out. It's free to use. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. Again, it's ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. Thanks again. I appreciate your time today. And I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Until then, here's a quote to finish off the day by Ted Rubin. He said, your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. Cheers, take care, everybody, and I'll uh, see you in the next episode. Thanks.